0: With me is my colleague and friend, Brian Wilburn. Brian is Director of Development for North Dakota State University's St. Paul's Newman Center. If you have a question about fundraising and development, this is the place to come. You can reach us at catholicdevelopment.org. Today, Brian is going to cover a topic, and I have a clue as to what he means by this on my notes here. The topic is 50-50 development. Why you can't be 50-50 development. Brian, it's all yours. I have no idea what we're <laughs> what talking gonna about. What is going to
1: happen here? Well, I don't know. I don't even think we know what's going to happen. Well, what this is, Greg, this is something that is, again, one of these burning burning topics for me is when you're in a charity, you're in a nonprofit, can you just be 50-50 development? And what I mean by that is a lot of times when we're kind of easing in, into this or even once we start doing development it's so tempting because every charity seems taxed on on their employees and trying to get the most done with the least amount of people like
0: So by 50-50 development you mean 50% development 50% direct of whatever yeah, else Yeah or
1: just yeah. some yes yeah, some other other task involved like whether that is um, ministry work or Media work or liturgy, you know, I'm talking all Catholic terms here, right? But you know, it could be anything in your nonprofit, or even just like bookkeeping. Um, anything where I really am, am, am meaning this by the person who is going to be your donor-facing development person, who has to go out there and and advocate on behalf of the charity. You have a real struggle, I think, as a as a as a nonprofit, if you have that person being 50 50 because development is really in a way a hundred percent and i don't know maybe that's maybe that's cyclical greg where where somebody has to be for a season of time of the year a hundred percent but i'm saying that all year round you can't be 50 50 so why why can't you be 50 50 you know like well it makes sense you know i use half of my time to um put together all these things for the parish do this um Work on our our ministry plan and and go meet with our our students or whatever, and then on the other half of it, I I fundraise. The reason I think is because development takes an extreme amount of willpower, and you know this is something that I think you would agree with, Greg, and that we can we're we're going to get into you know in all kinds of other podcasts and different ways on on why development is such a you know why why is it a thing? How many charities have you worked with, Greg, where they struggle to find development people?
0: Every last one of them. I mean, that's been a perennial need for thirty over 30 years. It's just hard to find development yeah,
1: people. Yeah, it's great job security for us. Guys, No, don't get into it, okay? It's just for us, me and Greg. <laughs> so, no, no, we need more people. Um, the church needs more people. The world needs more people who can go out there and do this. But, yeah, it takes an extreme amount of willpower. And I see this because, you know, what struck me was I was— um, there was a charity I was um, working with, had seen that was— uh, had this. They had a, had a kind of a 50-50 split going on. And I saw it and I saw what was happening. And the big thing, and I realized was going going on with it, was the person was choosing to do those tasks that were non-development tasks. And, and I don't think even necessarily that they actively chose to do this. I think it just kind of starts to happen because naturally, um, what is it? It's like the law of least resistance. You're going to choose the task that that is just like, oh, I'm going to do this instead. You know, like if it has to be, do I want to cold call this donor or do I want to go ahead and post some of these things on Facebook for our group? You're going to choose Facebook because it's way easier to do that.
0: Right. It's it's either way easier or it's way more fun. And I see this happening all the time, even with people who are quote unquote full time development directors. Is even though they're full time development directors, they maybe spend less than the, less than 50 percent of their time on true development activities. The yeah, other, what do you mean by that, Greg? Well, I mean, the other time they spend um, dealing with things that they should not be dealing with, whether that be you know hiring the new soccer coach. or I mean, they get into all kinds of things that really are mm-hmm. directly d- related to development where somebody asks them to do this or that favor, or can you uh, come with us on Thursday mornings that we have a group that goes to to this or that charity and serve soup or whatever. And yeah, those are all good. There's all kinds of good things to do, but but they're not the things that actually impact the bottom line directly yes. for the charity. And, and and as you've just said, part of the reason is that um, doing development work takes a certain amount of, you said willpower, I, I would call it self-discipline. It's the same thing. It's the mm-hmm. self-discipline to begin every morning realizing that at the end of the day, Um, I always gear success at the end of the day by asking myself how many people that I actually Make contact with today. How many, how many, how many potential donors? To be more specific, how many potential donors did I have an in interaction with today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's there's some so. days where you know you're 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 preparing for a an online drive or something where you spend the whole day you know writing texts and things like that. Yeah. And so the answer is zero. But there has to be enough days where you spend the majority of the day actually talking with people who have the capacity to make a pretty good sized gift. If you're going to have the proper uh, impact on the bottom line.
1: Yeah, if I hear you right, Greg, it's like you have to monitor your time and make sure that you do you are doing those development donor facing activities enough to be successful. You mm-hmm. and and so you know one way to do this, guys, is you you is look at your week and um, there's different ways you could do this. I have an Excel spreadsheet that um, was given to me by you know a different development person. And it's really good. And what I do is I track, you know, my calls that I make in a day. I track the amount of pe- times I make contact with someone and I track the amount of appointments I set. And I type the type of appointments that I set, whether that is, you know, discovery, cultivation, solicitation, stewardship, kind of those four areas of development. Like what what, what did you do? You know, and I, I, I'm i not going to lie to you guys. I don't do that perfectly. But what I do do pretty perfectly is that I always look at, I keep track of how many calls I made and how many contacts and how many appointments because, you get to the end of the week and then you say, well, how, what did I do? And if you're like, wow, wow, I only made like five calls a day and not even all of those were to, to get in front of somebody to ask for a gift, you, you're not going to be successful. And, and then you're going to be disappointed. Your executive director is going to be disappointed. Um, and your charity is going to be disappointed because they won't have the funds they need to thrive and I think, this. so to come back to it, the 50-50 on development, I think you're, you're putting not only yourself, if you're the person hiring, you're putting your person that you're hiring in a position to not succeed because, right, right. because there's so much busy work with a lot of other tasks. Development just takes, it takes so much more than you think that it does to really do it well and to manage relationships. And it's so much, you know, is timing. And like you said, Greg, I think discipline,
0: you know, um, you're absolutely right. The thing about development is it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. And the reason I like games. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason that the reason that it feels taxing is because you can pick up the phone as I did one day and I spent maybe four to six hours on the phone and spoke with absolutely nobody on a Monday. But on Tuesday morning, I picked up the phone. I mean, yeah, the really, bit,
1: four to six out. Yeah, just calling. Yeah, just calling.
0: To, just I I, made, made, I got, left a bunch of voicemails and stuff. Yeah, it's hard but, to get a hold of people. But so. here's here's the thing about the law of averages is if you do it enough, they, the law of averages kicks in. So on Tuesday morning, you know I you know got myself a good stiff coffee, <laughs> and about nine o'clock, you know eight eight forty-five, nine o'clock, I started again. My first four calls. You know, people picked up. We had nice conversations, and and all four ended up making a gift of a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks to the annual fund. Yeah. So on Tuesday morning, I picked up I think forty five hundred bucks. But on Monday, I was shut out. But that's just the way it goes in development. Mm. You just have to you have to do it enough so that the law of averages kick in. And you know, whether it's you or me or a, a third fundraiser that I you and I have not met and but it's the guy on the corner of queen's chapel road in hyattsville maryland about five miles from the white house so this is a ghost school school i gotta tell this story so this goes back you know oh well, maybe you know 10 years or so i'm out jogging i'm living in washington dc and there's a guy on the corner of queen's chapel road and he's got one leg two crutches and a, and a and a string hung around his neck with a chinese to go box to collect his donations no right yeah wow. so he had no yeah. sign or no nothing like this but i saw it and i just kind of sat down caught my breath and i watched his technique right <laughs> this guy was he, he was he was a pro i mean he was good mm-hmm. and what i discovered was about 1 in 3 cars
1: you were watching this guy for a while greg
0: yeah. i was i was learning something uh, yeah. you know 1 in 3 cars gave the guy a donation i'm mm-hmm. thinking you know what that's about my odds. I mean, what is not that interesting? It's like, it's like whether yeah, it's a guy yeah. with one leg, two crutches, and a Chinese to-go box, yeah. you know, collecting alms, yeah. or it's you, Brian, or me, those are typically the odds. You just got to make enough calls mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get those odds in your favor. And the problem is you can make 12 calls, you know, and talk to one or two people you know and yeah. so you got to make 24 calls to talk to 3 or 4 people of those 3 or 4 people 1 or 2 might make the gift and yeah. so it's
1: it's just this numbers yeah game. the law law of averages yeah. on it yeah well and you know to bring it back it's like uh, you know that guy that you saw in the corner what was he was he 50-50 no he was, he was 100% he was 100% he's doing well, it all day every day um, and, and I think like that's what you, to get the law of averages, um, I think actually that's a really good point that you bring that up, Greg, because that's probably a piece of it. Not just that um, – the thing is you'll never be 50-50, guys. That's that's the heart of this. You will always start to drift and development will not be the 50. It won't be the 40. It'll probably be more like 20, 20, 10% of your time. You will be surprised how because it's so easy to take it up with other things. But like you said, with the law of averages – It's not going to work if you aren't giving development enough time. So, you know, could you do 50-50? I think only if it's in the sense where you cyclically do it where it's 100% development for a certain amount of time and then you're back to the other things. But that you sit down at the beginning of the day and you know that this is an only development day. So don't try to be 50-50 all the time with development because it won't work, guys.
0: Right, and then what happens is, if, if a if a, if a small time organization that, that's maybe that's all they can afford is mm-hmm. a, is a fifty fifty. Um, the problem is the fifty percent that is development. You really have to kick on that on the on those hours that you have devoted to development, because what happens is, if you don't score, if you don't if you don't make things happen for that organization, it might not you know stay in existence. Or the case of a lot of elementary schools that started development programs, they thought they would do it 50/50, and the person didn't have enough time to really make the numbers work quick enough. And then the organization, then the Catholic elementary yeah. school says, "Yeah, been there, done that, tried that, didn't work." And then, and then they don't, they, they, they yeah, never but tried. They really do, yeah. Yeah, but they really yeah, didn't. But they didn't, didn't really give it a it... full try. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah no, that's. Uh... That's key. And, um, and yeah, and the 50, you know, the 50, 50 development is about consistency. It really is. It's relationships and consistency. You have to do the proper follow-up. And if you're trying to do this 50, 50 game, again, you're not going to be able to follow up well with people. So you might have a great meeting, but you got to be able to follow that up and eventually secure that gift. So again, guys, you can't be 50, 50 development.
0: Okay. And with that, we're going to wrap up this podcast and call it a day. Thanks for listening. And check us out at catholicdevelopment.org. Send us your questions.